Welcome to the Sales Influence Podcast, where we talk about finding the why in how people buy. I'm your host, Victor Antonio. Gracias for joining me today. We're going to talk about, oh, the topic today. I don't even know how to approach this topic because I know I'm going to make a lot of people mad who are listening to this podcast, but I'm going to go for it. I'm going to go for it. Now, let me set the stage for you. So I'm doing a presentation and I hear other speakers talking about, you know, everything about selling, everything about selling, you know, strategy, tactical, all this stuff, right? You know, selling from the heart, uh, you know, really empathizing with your customers, you know, all this stuff, right? All this good, good sales contact, engage them early, be part of the buying cycle, really integrate with them. You get the idea, be value-centric, be customer-centric, be, be a servant leader, be a servant type of salesperson, create the value first, blah, blah, blah. You get the idea. Now, I'm listening to all this, and I know what I want to present. And so when my turn came to present, I said, you know what? I'm just going to do it differently. Now, let me just set this up by saying, how many of you are familiar with Simon Sinek's book, Start With Why? Excellent book. Highly recommend it. Go out and get it. Simon Sinek, Start With Why? And in a nutshell, the book talks about, you know, a lot of people start with what they're going to do, how they're going to do it, and never really answer the question of why. And Simon basically says, the most successful companies start with why, then figure out the how, and then determine what, right? Kind of invert. He calls it the golden circles. And I love that, the whole start with why. And so I came up with this paradigm called the golden pyramid, right? And it's really a triangle. So the golden triangle, I started out, visualize a triangle. At the top of the triangle, I start out my presentation like this. I talk about the personal debt that most people carry in the United States. It's about $36,000. I talk about how in a Forbes study, 61% of people have less than $1,000 in their savings. I also talk about how less than 30% of the people who are ready to retire can't retire because they simply don't have the funds. I talk about the average credit card debt being somewhere between sixteen dollars and $19,000. I talk about the average home mortgage debt being about $183,000. I talk about the average student debt in terms of loans they took out for college being about $50,000. I talk about how healthcare is going up, housing's going up, and just even college continues to go up. All these prices, so I, I, I highlight all these numbers, and in the middle of my pyramid, my, my triangle, I put the word why. And I begin my presentation like this. I said, today I'm here because I want to talk. I want to define our why. As salespeople, I need to define our why. And I put the word why right in the middle of the triangle. And I said, I'm going to talk about money. That's right. I'm going to talk about money. And as soon as I said, I'm going to talk about the M word, money, I can feel some of the audience just pulling back. It's almost like it's wrong to talk about money, Victor. It's wrong to talk about money. And I'm like, and I, my whole thing was to convince them that there's nothing wrong with talking about money. See, look, too often we talk about I'll just say the left side of the ledger. The left side of the ledger is what we're going to do for our customer. You know what, Victor? I, I want to help my customers grow. I, you know, that's my purpose. That's my vision. That's what I do. As a salesperson, it's all about how I can serve my customer base. It gives me meaning. It gives me purpose. I'm passionate, Victor, about helping my clients succeed. It fills me with joy, and it fills me with gratitude. And I get that. 
I get that on the left-hand side of the ledger, but nobody wants to talk or admit what's on the right-hand side. It's almost like the elephant in the room. And the other side of the ledger is, well, what does that do for me as a salesperson? Because here's the reality. Here's the reality, listen carefully. Try this, I want you to uh, try it today. See if this works for you. I want you, or at least after you close a big deal, let's say you close a big deal and you feel good about yourself, right? You've helped your customers. You're, you're filled with joy and gratitude. You're filled with joy and gratitude because you were a servant salesperson. You're filled with gratitude. What I then want you to do, as you're feeling that, I want you to drive down to the bank, stand in line, wait your turn, and when you get to the teller, you tell that teller, look, I'm filled with joy and gratitude, happiness, purpose, meaning, and everything. I would like to deposit this in my bank account. How much is that worth? You know where I'm going. You can't deposit this stuff. At the end of the day, we as salespeople have to make money. That's why we do what we do. Now, let me just state up front. I believe in a value for value exchange. If you've heard my podcast in the past, it's always about value for value. If I can give you value through my products or services, then the value I expect in return is a big old fat commission check. And there's nothing wrong with that. And so sometimes what happens is we tell our salespeople, I'm talking to you managers right now, listen carefully, managers. You spend so much time trying to inculcate within your salespeople this mindset about being a servant, really you know, looking after the customer, being value-centric, being customer-centric, and there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. But if that's all you give them, that's not enough juice to keep them running. Because at the end of the day, when they stop selling, whenever that is, they have to go home and face a reality. And that is that they have bills to pay. And if you as a manager were to pay as much attention to their compensation plan as you did to the value-centric philosophy, that's the winning combination. Because to tell your salesperson, hey, focus on the customer, that's great. That's what they should do. We as salespeople need to focus on how we can help customers grow their business, become successful. But you, as a manager, you should focus on making your salesperson financially happy. You're going to teach them. You're going to train them. You're going to give them all that. But at the end of the day, you need to create a compensation plan that makes him or her feel good about going out there and delivering value-centric, customer-centric service on your behalf, on the company's behalf. Again, at the end of the day, they have to pay bills. And I've yet to meet a salesperson that can pay a bill with gratitude and a wonderful attitude. They just can't. You have to make money. So what I'm asking you to do, if you're a manager listening to this, keep this in mind. People have to pay bills. Salespeople have to pay bills. The most motivated salespeople I know have a great balance. They love what they sell. They love what it does for their customer, but they also love the fact that their company appreciates them. Now, they don't tell them they appreciate them. They show. There's a difference between telling a salesperson, I appreciate you, and showing them. It reminds me of this joke I heard. Quick quip. It's like an anecdote. It's like a cop pulls a guy over, right? Cop comes over and the guy missed. Look, I was speeding, Mr. Policeman. I said, is there, is there any way? I, and I, I know I was doing I just wasn't paying attention, wasn't focused. And he says to the officer, I would appreciate it if you would just let this one go. And the officer, and it's only a joke, 
holds out his hands and says, why don't you show me your appreciation? See, now again, I'm not disparaging police officers. That's just a joke, okay? But that analogy is fascinating. You can tell people, I appreciate you. I appreciate you. But with salespeople, again, that only goes so far. Show them the appreciation. How? By also spending an equal amount of time, as you do with your customers, satisfying them. Why don't you spend an equal amount of time creating a compensation plan that, guess what, that they can live with, that will excite them, motivate them to sell more on your behalf? And if you can do that, you'll have motivated salespeople who will be motivated to sell and help customers, and there you'll have the win-win. You as a manager, you as a company will benefit on both sides. And that is it for this Sales Influence Podcast. I wanted to talk about money, but again, let's be clear. You have to offer value to your clients. You have to treat them well. You have to be customer-centric. But you as a manager, you have to be salesperson-centric. Take care of your salespeople, and they will take care of your customers, and your customers will take care of your company. And that is how it works. And that is it for this Sales Influence Podcast. Don't forget to leave me some feedback on iTunes, Stitcher, or YouTube. Let me know if this was too harsh, too blunt. Just let me know what you think. Also, Check out my online sales training platform, the Sales Velocity Academy. Courses added every month. The platform is growing. If you want to grow your sales, get on the platform. Go to salesvelocityacademy.com. Lastly, I want to thank you for listening. This is Victor Antonio, always reminding you. Let's wait for the drop. Here it comes. Love the buildup. Ah. Selling ain't hard when you know how. Take care. Hi, I'm Victor Antonio. I'm an author, sales trainer, and keynote speaker. I'm often asked, what makes a great speaker? Is it someone who delivers real content that the audience can use? Is it someone who engages the audience so they're part of the learning experience? Or is it someone who can motivate an audience to push them beyond their comfort zone and discover new abilities? The answer is yes. But the most important thing to remember is that I'm not there to look good. I'm there to make my client look good. Simply put, it's never about me and it's always about them.